We're just on the outskirts of Scottsdale, a little place on Austin's Road, just uh, tedding some silage, ready for baling tomorrow. Last peg to ted for the day. And what does that involve? If someone who's not familiar with the term, what piece of gear do you have out the back of this uh, tractor? We've got, we've got a Pottinger tether, nine metre tether out the back of us. So yeah, after after us or the client uh, cuts the grass, we come in and, and uh, fluff it around a little bit. So spread it out so it's nice and even on the ground. Um, and we get a nice, nice, even drying pattern. And um, yeah, then we can just come in with the rake half hour before the baler and rake it up ready for the baler and the wrapper. And coming into this paddock to do this, what's the moisture been like? Uh, moisture's been pretty good, actually. Like, we, we had another five mil on Friday night, um, some nice heavy dews and some really mild days. We've had a month of um, sort of southwesterly cold winds which really dried a lot of the stuff out and a lot of the poorer grasses wanted to shoot up to head and that sort of thing but anyone with some good good quality pasture about it's it's um the last couple of weeks with a bit of moisture we've had has been pretty good like that the the pasture's coming on into some pretty good quality so you're happy with that timing it's probably best for you that it doesn't all come in at once oh it is it is but um there's been a lot of people on the phone looking looking for hay and silage this year. Uh, I reckon the most we've ever had, and there's not a lot out there. There's not a lot of spare. A lot of clients who've um, who we often do a 50/50 deal on. They need it for themselves. Their barns are empty. Their silage stacks are empty. And there's a lot of beef farmers out there with a lot of stock, which they've been caught with or or hanging on to because of the due to the way the market is, and they're eating off a hay paddock a week at the moment. What does that mean for the price then? Obviously it's going to push it up? Yeah, well the price of hay and silage has been pretty steady, even in the in the last couple of years when there's been a fair bit about, the price for standing hay and silage has, has stayed pretty steady, mainly because of the fertiliser prices. So. When you, when you do the figures on how much um, nutrients in that bale, you're still up around the sort of the, yeah, the high, the mid-40s from, what, from the figures that we can do. So, yeah, it's going to be up. The dairy farmers need it, and the, the price is still reasonably good there in the dairy, so, so they'll pay for that. So the, the beef farmers who rely on sort of getting that little bit of extra uh, fodder through the gate are going to have to, yeah... It's a, it's a market, isn't it? And you've got that scenario too where it is a, a, a tale of two seasons with the state split in half, very dry in the south and still reasonably green in the north. Mm, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, I've been talking to a few friends who have been down south lately and say, they, they say some of those hills are pretty white. So that's one thing about the northeast up here. We're pretty much guaranteed a season every year. It may not be a bumper, it may not be a a poor one but we're basically guaranteed a season every year so it's it's pretty good in that game. What's your geographical stretch here? How far do you contract? Oh, we, we pop into, we go as far as St Leonard's, into Launceston, uh, Bridport Waterhouse and yeah the, the Scottsdale area that's about in, in the hay and silage area with other things that we do we, we go pretty much statewide if need be but yeah that's, that's mainly our, our little area. And so you're seeing some reasonable crops across that stretch around the northeast. Um, we haven't done much yet. Some have been good, some have been poor, so it just just depends. I think the next fortnight's going to be the real telltale. We've got this easterly, easterly influence the next week or 10 days. That could bring us 50 mil, it could bring us 5 mil. And if it warms up, well, things could get like 
save, save our bacon, basically. But, um, yeah, it all depends on what comes out of the sky in the next next fortnight. We've been sport the last two to three seasons up here. There's been grass coming out of, coming out of our ears and and um, people have sort of probably skimped a little bit on fertiliser because they've got plenty of grass. Um, cattle price has been good, but if you can call it a not-so-perfect storm this year with yeah a, a very wet winter, but then to come into a, a reasonably dry spring. It was wet, then one day the, the tap got turned off and it turned pretty pretty dry overnight. So, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where hopefully people have uh, managed well and, and can get themselves through. You're involved in the grains business too, uh, contract harvesting and sowing. Uh, are you seeing some changes there in terms of what is going in the ground in the northeast? Yeah, well, some of the winter wheat was too wet to get in up this way after after the sort of the last year's crops. Um, so that a lot of that ground was left fallow over the winter and went in with either spring barley or, or poppies. But there's been some new new ones come on board who who are back on the on the grain bandwagon. The grain price still looks reasonably strong for this year. We tried a few different things up this way last year, and it wasn't the the nicest uh, end of summer, early autumn to try to harvest grain or beans or anything like that up this way. So, yeah, we yeah it was um, a little bit stressful in times. But hopefully, th- things going forward look good in that in that department. So, I think I think it's still a, a pretty pretty strong little industry up this way we can have. And especially with uh, secure water, um, access to an irrigation scheme, that's got to give growers options as well. Oh it is, it is. And um, there's a lot of a lot of people out there just irrigating for their beef cows at the moment. Like when you can turn a tap on and have enough pressure there to run a run the irrigator, it makes it makes a world of difference. That's Scott Orton who runs an agricultural contracting business in the state's northeast talking silage to Larissa Smith. Across to the northwest, it's not looking ideal either. Tim Walker is a farmer at Spalford. He normally makes a surplus of silage to sell off, but this year he's keeping it all on farm. He reckons there'll be less to go around this year. So we're about nine kilometres from the coast, um, heading south, and, yeah, we've, we're growing some pyrethrum, have a vineyard run beef cattle and, um, yeah, growing potatoes, cereal and some brassicas as well. Just a finger in every pie you possibly can. You, yeah, well, in, in farming and agriculture, you never have all your eggs in one basket. You need to, um, yeah, dabble in a few different things and uh, hopefully a few of them go well, so, yeah. How is it all going at the moment? What are you doing in the uh, the spring season? So this year is um, been different to the last couple, as in it's been a lot drier, which has its pros and cons. Um, we've been able to get uh, crops like potatoes in in good conditions the last few years um, a lot of crops have been probably bogged into the ground which hasn't been ideal just um, because it's been so wet but yeah we've actually been pre-watering potato ground which is something we haven't had to do for a few years but as a result the ground's come up really well so I think we're off to a good good potato start we've um with the exception of today we've we've had some nice warm days so um yeah just having a bit of sunlight and um yeah good conditions to get the crops in um we'll be off to a good start How's your silage this year? So this year we're actually growing a, a seed um, Italian ryegrass crop. So we, instead of grazing that, we, we kept that and um, just made that into silage on the weekend. Um, that crop didn't have a great deal of, of love. It had one, one top dressing, no irrigation, um, but 
we were quite happy with results. We we make our own silage here, and yeah, we got about 20 bales a hectare, which isn't too bad for a for a crop that um yeah, like I say, didn't didn't have a, a great deal of love to start with. But um, silage will be short this this year, and yeah, where we won't be selling it, we'll be keeping it here for our own stock, and it'd be a bit bit um, uneconomical to buy silage in with the way the beef prices are at the moment. So yeah, we're we're probably really lucky that we decided to to grow that crop this year it's going to have um yeah a few benefits to it and yeah the silage uh yeah has, has been quite good and that'll be enough for you guys at least it will yeah we still got a bit left over from last year we made um yeah a, a fair bit of silage and uh we're just building our, our cattle numbers up so yeah we're, we're certainly not overstocked but um yeah that will be uh, really, really beneficial for us come the summertime because um, we don't intend to irrigate the the pasture ground where the um, the stock are. We will save that that valuable water for our um, yeah potatoes predominantly. So you are normally selling your silage each year? Uh, we would if we had a surplus. Um, yeah, so we've only just well only bought the baler and wrapper uh, last season. So we usually get contractors to come in and and what we're doing in that situation if we can um, the cost of of making it would. Probably probably uh, sell that amount of bales so that it's a, a cost-neutral exercise. Um, but it's great timing. <laughs> yeah, it is, yep. So, um, yeah, so to be able to just do what we need, um, yeah, it'll it'll make things a lot uh, easier for us going into a, a, a tough year um, with, with the livestock, as I'm sure everyone's aware, the, the prices are certainly not what they were this time last year. And what, what are you hearing from people around in terms of their silage and their stock? Um, I, yeah, it will be down. There'll be, a, there's no doubt about it. We've had an incredibly dry September um, and October. Um, and, yeah, as a result, uh, the production um, just won't be there in, in, in the grass crops. Um, so, yeah, I'd say that people will be down or at least at least a third um, but uh, yeah in some cases probably more those those who have been able to, to irrigate will, will, will do alright but that's a added cost or add some more fertiliser on but yeah um, I'd be personally predicting in this area anyway that um, yeah hay and silage will be we will be down um, substantially from the last two years but we have had some really good years the last couple of years so um, probably be just a little bit below average. Spalford farmer Jim Walker talking to Meg Powell there giving us a northwest perspective at least on something that's happening around the state and around the country too it's getting drier and demand for food will be on the rise.